Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Alex and you're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It's Thursday, December 30th. And before I get into the show, I just wanted to ask everybody one last time for 2020 to take 15 seconds to share this show with friends and family. Let them know you've been listening to a new show this year and you're kind of digging it and you want them to listen to it going into the new year. And guess what? You're really going to dig this episode too. Today, you're going to learn about dividends, and I'm going to give you five dividend stocks that I believe are in a good buy stage for your long-term portfolio. Stay tuned. Which would you choose? Investing hundreds in trial and error trades to learn? or earning money today by following a simple guide to trading stocks and options. You can make your first trade in just the first three days. You can get my ultimate beginner's trading plan for free by going to mytradingplan.org. Years of experience in one simple guide. You'll know exactly what to look for and you could start with a small amount. Go to mytradingplan.org to get my free beginner's trading plan. I did it the hard way, so you didn't have to. Before we get started, let's just do a recap of what a dividend is. A dividend is a distribution of some of the company's earnings to a class of its shareholders. So it's essentially a, a reward paid to shareholders for their investment into the company's equity. Now, who decides what the dividend is, who pays the dividends, and um, when the dividends get paid out? Well, the board of directors of the company, they make all those decisions. Now, dividends can be paid out as either cash or as additional stocks. Uh, On TD Ameritrade, they have a program called DRIP, D-R-I-P. It's the Dividend Reinvestment Program, and that's TD Ameritrade's version of giving additional stocks instead of cash. Personally, all of my dividend portfolio is set to drip. Right? My job my goal is to keep building that portfolio in terms of equity before I turn it over into cash. Now, the ex dividend date for a dividend is the date in which the dividend eligibility expires, which means it's the last day that you can own the stock for you to be able to qualify for the dividend. Now, after that ex-dividend day, you can literally sell it the day after and you'll still get a dividend. So if you bought XYZ stock the day of the ex-dividend day, held it for the rest of the day, you could literally sell it tomorrow and still get paid the dividend. Pretty cool. 
Now, the dividend yield is a percent of the, of the current market price of the company's share. Now, dividend yields, you'll see them as low as, you know, 0.25% uh, or 1%. So Apple has a really low dividend. Disney has a really low dividend, even though these are great companies. And then you'll see some really high dividends, as high as 10 or 12%. So you'll see that on some bonds, um, some real estate investment trusts, and then some really sketchy businesses will also have uh, some high dividend yields. And I think it's funny because they, really sketchy businesses or really young businesses will have a high dividend yield, but it, we know it's just a trap. They just want you to put their money in there so they can use it for other purposes. So just watch out for that. Now, tax implications as it pertains to dividends are pretty pretty important too, but also pretty cool because depending on where you live, your the tax rate on dividend income versus other income can be lower. So depending on where you are, dividend investing can be a little bit more lucrative than doing other types of investing, but it all depends on where you are. And again, there are some tax benefits to dividends. But there are a form of income, so you don't have to pay tax on them. Um, so your strategy is going to depend on who you are. So just got to look that up for yourselves. Now, let's look at what makes a great dividend stock. Do you want to have confidence in any situation? Express your personal style with every trade and every transaction when you're wearing the unique craftsmanship of a 17th watch. Get 15% off and even a second watch for free by visiting watchourstyle.com. 17th Watches is an army veteran-owned, black-owned watch company that firmly believes that our watches are a symbol of freedom. Freedom to express ourselves. Freedom to live our way. Visit watchourstyle.com. That's watchourstyle.com. Hey, 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 hey. Now, larger companies make good dividend stocks, right? more established companies with a more predictable profits, and they typically make the best dividend fares. So, for instance, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, they've all been around for a while. McDonald's has been around for a long time. Um, Procter & Gamble has been around for a long time. Companies like that have been around for a long time, and they've shown consistent profits over the years or at least have shown consistent dividend payments. So that's number two, actually. You got to look at their record of dividend payments. So you can go to dividend.com. is a pretty cool site for it. Um, it's pretty simple. And it'll actually show you how consistent, how many years they've been consistent in their dividend payments. It'll also show, um, and it's not the only site. There are other sites too. But you want to look at you know their frequency of increasing dividends. Have they ever cut dividends? Companies who cut dividends um, are, uh, I would say, a little bit more risky than companies who've paid out even a smaller dividend but for a longer period of time and have never cut them. Um, 
cutting dividends shows a lack of financial control, in my opinion. So, for example, Wells Fargo was forced to cut their dividend by the federal, uh, the central banks. That's because their dividend rate at that time was, I believe, 7 or 8%, which is pretty high for a bank. But their cash reserves and their profits um, and the way that their, their capital was being leveraged wouldn't, did not support them having a dividend that high. So with companies cut their dividends, it's showing that their cash balance and the way that they make profits in their company, the way their company structured, it really didn't support the dividend in the first place, but they kept it. And then they had to cut it to preserve capital. Companies who have to cut their dividend to preserve capital show poor a poor ability to manage um, their capital. So you'll see Apple has a very small dividend, but they've been paying consistently. Why? Because Apple's consistently investing, right? Um, McDonald's, the same thing. You have companies that are continuously innovating, so they keep their they keep their dividends lower, so that they're guaranteed to make the dividends, but they're constantly growing companies if you look at the chart so they can pay smaller dividends because you're also getting some equity on the back end by owning the the shares of the company now number three and i just mentioned it is growth right if the company is growing and paying a dividend that is a beautiful thing right you don't want to look at a chart and the company's been dying for the last five to ten years and you're buying it for dividends for example uh walgreens i like walgreens I think Walgreens will be around for a while, but I don't like the Walgreens five or 10 year chart. They've been bleeding for the last five to 10 years. And even if they maybe we retrace it, maybe they're coming out of it for now until they break that, that hard to break down trend over the last couple of years. For me, it's not a good stock because if I'm buying shares at $39 or $40 and in the next five years, you go down another five or $10. Well, it doesn't matter how many dividends you've paid me in that time, I've lost equity. So you don't want to lose equity because you're getting dividends. The, the math just doesn't add up. You just got to use some common sense there. Now, a, a cool little strategy, a cool little four, five, uh, really four steps, but you can call it a five-step strategy for finding um, good companies is one, Companies that you interact with and know. So, for example, if you're a coffee drinker and you go to Starbucks, Starbucks is a great dividend-paying company. Um, they're really high. They're priced pretty well right now. Um, they've been in a bit of a run, but they're a company that if you're familiar with. If you use Apple, yeah, the dividend is low, but you also get some growth in addition to the dividend. If you eat fast food, you know, I mentioned McDonald's. If you use soap in your house, Procter & Gamble, and I've said this on previous episodes too, but I thought I would dedicate an episode specifically to dividends because I know um, going into 2021, people are going to be investing and joining the investing world. So it's good to know how to build this part of your portfolio. Now, number two, we look at the five to 10 year chart to see the trajectory, right? We don't want to add a bleeding company to our portfolio, right? You don't want to weigh down the, the the equity in your portfolio because you want to get dividends from a company that although you may use Walgreens on a daily basis, 
it's showing that they're not innovating, their value is not going up, right? The market does not see their their company as more valuable, which again, in the future, as prices begin to increase, if that company is not moving with that price increased generally, then it means that the company is not growing and you're losing money. And number three, I said to look at uh, dividend.com to see consistency of payout. And lastly, looking at companies that have less than a 10% dividend yield, even seeing 9 or 8% is a little sketchy. Um, and that's because, again, they want to leverage that extra capital because people are buying into this company and buying equity in the company that gives them more money to, to use. And you don't know if these people are paying off debt with the money and not innovating, um, which is why they would put such a, a high yield. I mean, you have to wonder, why does this company think that they can pay a higher dividend than someone like, you know, McDonald's, who's been around and is a proven company? You got to ask those common sense questions um, because if a man who doesn't have a shirt, a, man, a naked man offers you the uh, clothes, you got to be, you got to wonder about that, right? If, if this man is not notoriously known for wearing clothes and he's offering you a shirt or pants, you got to be a little bit sketchy um, to to think that's just a normal thing. So any company that's offering a high yield and has not been around as long as um, someone like McDonald's then you got to be a little sketched out about that. And now what you've been waiting for, which I've been kind of dragging it on to make sure that you really, really anticipated this, five great dividend companies that I think are a good buying level right now. Number one, AT&T, because I use AT&T, one. Two, they've been beat up after the pandemic, and they have not recovered as well as the rest of the communication sector the uh, main reason because obviously they have a new CEO, the company is working on paying off debt, and right now they're not doing a lot of um, stock buybacks, but they were doing some hefty stock buybacks before the pandemic hit. So my thought process is they're going to be doing stock buybacks again when the pandemic is has been reduced some. They've done some innovations. HBO Max is legitimately fire. And again, I use AT&T. I like AT&T. IRM is a storage, right? Cloud storage and physical storage. It's essentially a REIT, but more for information. Um, IRM is also at a decent price level. Um, it's recovered quite a bit, but it pays a decent dividend. And again, it's a real estate. Uh, it's like a REIT, so... They pay a decent dividend, and it's a pretty secure company because people are always looking for ways to store information. Old Realty is another real estate investment trust group, and again, they've been they've recovered quite a bit since the pandemic hit. They haven't fully recovered, but retail um, retail spaces and and um, real estate isn't going anywhere, right? Commercial real estate isn't going anywhere, regardless of this work from home um, wave that's really hitting our uh, society. Number four, M.O. or Altria, which is a cigarette um, company, essentially. Uh, yes, people can have people have certain feelings about cigarette companies and obviously the way they play into, you know, health and stuff like that, which I think is very, very important. If you're going to invest in companies, 
you can think just of the money, but you also, if you have a, a moral reason not to invest in a company, it's very, it's very important to honor that because you don't want to make money and to feel like crap about it. So I think it's a good company in terms of the dividend that they pay, uh, their payout history, and on the chart, it looks like they're starting to flatten out. And they're starting to make some innovations, uh, buying um, jewel and and vaping and things like that. I mean, they're all horrible, in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean it's not good business practice. So um, that's another company for those people who feel comfortable investing in that. And lastly, Intel, actually. And this is before that recent news that they did something with like Third Point. Um, but they've been getting kind of beat down by all these companies that usually do business with them, apparently going into making their own uh, chips, which uh, hurts Intel because Intel has been a major chip producer on the market. And now that companies feel as if they want to develop their own chips, it does in- eat into Intel's market share just a little bit. But Intel has been doing this for a long time, right? Intel is not... Uh, a, a new dog on, on the playground. They've been doing this for a long, long time. So they know what they're doing. You got to trust a strong company. And on the chart, they're at a really, really strong, strong support level. They're going to come off that support level. They're going to increase in value once again. And remember, the stock charts always show before the news does. So at this point, you're expecting it to bounce off support, which means news is coming in the future of some crazy innovation. I'm sure of it. Um, but again, that's just my own um, interpretation of both the charts and the strength of the company. So, yeah, those are five great dividend companies that I think are a good buying position. And I say a good buying level because you you can buy at any point there's there really there's a rule uh, in my opinion when it comes to investing that i also heard from someone else it's it's never too high to buy or too low to sell uh there are some companies like a mcdonald's who is really they're it's really expensive right now if you look at the chart they're at all-time highs but it doesn't mean it's a bad company to invest in right the same thing goes with disney Apple, you know, companies that pay dividends that if you're really interested in buying them, they might be high now. But if you really feel like you want to add them to your portfolio, you can. I only look at this for my sake of um, kind of essentially cost averaging, making sure that I'm trying to get them at their the best prices possible. So I'm getting some increase in equity as well. Um, but again, to each his own, you want to look at the chart yourself. But those are five companies that I've looked at that right now. Um, you're going to get a decent amount of equity when they begin to continue their recovery. And also they pay a, a great dividend, right? At least four or five percent for each of them. Did you know that the easiest way to support the show is to leave your feedback in the form of a five star review on Apple Podcasts? It takes only five seconds, but makes a world of difference to our community. And before you go, make sure you visit mytradingplan.org to get your free investing guide today. If you wait until all the lights are green in life, you will never get going on your dreams. And remember, don't ask for security. Seek adventure.